This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Love the British monarchy. You've come to the right place. Welcome to the To Die For Daily Podcast with Kinsey Schofield. Take it away, Kinsey. Hi all, Kinsey Schofield here with the To Die For Daily Podcast, and we are heading to Beverly Hills to Julian's Auctions to talk to Martin Nolan about some authentic Princess Diana wardrobe pieces that are up for auction this weekend, as well as other great movie memorabilia and TV show stuff like Sex in the City and Meet Me in St. Louis. I cannot wait to give you all the details um, and, and walk you around the warehouse. But really quickly, if you're watching or listening via Spotify, you can see this. This is a highly visual interview. If you do not have a Spotify account, I will upload this to YouTube as well so you don't feel like you're missing out. I hope that you enjoy this incredible interview with Martin Nolan. And thanks for coming on this field trip with me. Julia's Auctions and Turner Classic Movies have partnered for another one of their star-studded auctions. Some might even say it's to die for. Hollywood Legends is a fabulous four-day event that will feature over 1,000 pieces of Hollywood memorabilia with a little hint of royal flair. Along with movie memorabilia from films like Star Wars and Harry Potter, Julian's Auctions has multiple pieces of Princess Diana's wardrobe. We spoke to Julian's executive director, Martin Nolan, about our namesake. I heard you had Diana memorabilia, clothing that Diana actually wore. Yeah. How did you get your hands on this? Incredible. And it's such an honor to be selling something from Diana, who we all love. We still love her. She's not with us, but she's left us a great legacy. She's left us the future King of England, William, who we all love. So in September, we sold three dresses that Diana sold from her, at auction in 1997 for her charities. Yeah and two months before she passed away. So in September, those came to us to auction. We sold the three gowns for 1.6 million. So obviously when people saw that in the news, they said, oh, I have Diana. So this beautiful dress you see behind me, this evening gown designed by Jacques Azagoui, a Moroccan British artist, designer. And he, Diana wore this. What's nice about Diana is she wore this in Vancouver. She wore it in uh, Florence, Italy. So 85, 86, that t- sort of time frame. She was still the future queen, married to Prince Charles at the time, now the King of England. And so it's just a spectacular gown, inspiring nighttime. You can see the, the work on it. 
beautifully designed. She sold it at auction in 1997, two months before she passed away. And now it's come back to us and the proceeds are going to the New York Historical Society. So it's like Diane is still continuing to raise money for foundations and charities and all that. That's what she lived for. And so we estimate the dress 100 to 200,000. Of course, that's conservative. And then we have the piece de resistance, <laughs> which is that blouse, her engagement portrait blouse. Yes. So she wore this beautiful blush pink this blouse. This is Emmanuel, right? Emmanuel and Emmanuel, yes. the husband and wife team. And what's interesting about this blouse, it was originally made as a skirt. And there was a staining on the fabric. And so Emmanuel and Emmanuel decided to reconfigure it and make it into a blouse. Oh. So when Diana, with her sisters who worked for Vogue at the time, they were choosing what she would wear for this very historical, famous, traditional photograph that royal family uh, princesses wear when they're getting married and being, become the future queen mm -hmm. and so diana was given a rack of clothing and she chose this blouse and she asked who the designers were and she was told it was emmanuel emmanuel then she got to meet them and what came from that is they designed her wedding dress yeah. which when she married king charles prince charles at the time it was like the most watched wedding ever, ever. July 1981. It was a memorable day. If you were around then, you remember where you were when that wedding took place. And so you think about that. It's a blouse worn for a photograph by, taken by Lord Snowden, oh, yeah. who was a very famous photographer. He was married to Princess Margaret mm -hmm. um, once upon a time prior to that. But you think about a young Diana in love with the Prince of Wales, Charles. So going to become the future queen and like what her future was going to unfold. I mean, it all seemed to be mapped out for her. Right. And sadly, history, and as we watch the crown, which comes back on the air on the 14th, <laughs> we see history has told us otherwise. So sadly, we lost Diane in 1997, but she's left as an incredible legacy of um, kindness and uh, the, the power of fame and the good work you can do as a famous person to raise funds, support charities, like clearing landmines and AIDS patients. She wasn't afraid to hug AIDS patients at the time when people were, they were stigmatized and people were afraid that they would contract the virus through giving a hug. And so she went in and she, she broke down that barrier. That's just who she was. So these, this dress, this blouse, they just speak to, they're the items that tell the story about a incredible, you know, as she was described as the people's princess. She was, she, we could all relate to her. Yeah, she was a princess, but like, she was also a normal human being that had ups and downs in her marriage and with her family and with her personal life. And she rose above all that to continue to do good. And she still continues to do good. The blouse, we estimate 80 to 100,000. And as I said, this beautiful gown estimated 100 to 200,000. But of course, that's conservative auction estimate. What did these pieces say about Diana in the evolution of her fashion? Yeah, and that's a really good question because, you know, Diana, she was very young, impressionable, still a teenager when she took that photograph. But it, it's understated, it's low key, it's elegant, it's classy. 
um, it's uh, blush pink. Mm. You know, you think of the blushing bride. That's what you see. And also it just speaks to just her true class. Mm. And then that evening gown still, it's, it's, it's royal. It's below the knee. It's the neckline is right up to the neck. There's no cleavage, you know, like, so she was conforming to the expectations for, for the future Queen of England, what people would have expected from her. However, she was very, she studied this and she consulted with Catherine Walker, one of her favorite designers and other designers as well. And what Diana did not want, when she would look back at history books of Queen Mary, Queen Victoria, Queen Elizabeth, and she saw a photograph of them wearing an outfit, she would know, oh, it's 1890, it's 1925. She was able to put a timeline on uh, based upon what they wore at that time. And Diana did not want that. Mm. She wanted timeless elegance, meaning that somebody, and literally you can see that blouse or this dress behind me, they could put that on and attend a cocktail party this evening and be in vogue and be in fashion. Right. And she, she got it right. Yeah. This, this piece to me is so much more of her personality, almost like she's evolved just a little bit to where she's more comfortable saying, yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a firecracker. <laughs> you, the rumors are true. Exactly. And you see that almost like with the stars, it's always re remembers, you know, sort of reminds you of fireworks, etc. But what was nice about Diana is, you know, reuse, recycle. She was not afraid of that. You know, like before that, the royal family, you never saw them repeat an outfit. Diana wasn't afraid to do that. And this beautiful gown was worn in Vancouver, 1985-86, uh, and also in Florence, Italy. So she wore it multiple times and it's just true elegance. It's like simple, but yet the detail, the work that Jack Zazaguri did on it is really impressive and timeless. And I mean, based it, on the amount that she was photographed, it's courageous for her to wear something more than once. She was making a statement saying that I'm not frivolous. Exactly. And meaning that her people, the people that watched and loved her every day, and she's watched the people, she said fashion trends. I mean, yeah. everyone wants to go out and buy what Diana was wearing. She also wanted people to know it's okay. You don't have to have a new dress for every event you attend. Yeah. It's okay to wear it again and again and again. And that's what people loved. And that's why she was the people's princess, because she was in touch with her audience. And when Diana went into the hospitals to hug AIDS patients or you know, cancer hospitals to hug children, she didn't wear a big hat. She didn't wear big jewelry. She wanted to be very approachable and huggable. That's what she wanted. Yes, when she was on red carpets and this event and palaces and she, the world was open to her, she was able to turn on the style and the bling and the accessories. But when she was Diana at heart and doing good humanitarian work, um, working with the people, in touch with the people, you really, we could all relate to that. She was a real person. Mm. And that was, she was able, she was so, such a great all-rounder. Even though she was, we know, and watching The Crown and others, you know, she was troubled and she challenged, she was lonely. Yeah. And, and at the same time, she was able to put on her armor, her beautiful outfits, her makeup, and go out into the world and do good and shake hands and represent and show up. And 
we love her for that and even though we lost her in 1987 it still feels she's still with us and she's done a great job with william and william and harry and william is going to be the future king of england and i think she, you know i wish she was here to see that this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it... <clears throat> a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I do too. You, you mentioned people wanting to, you know, emulate her style or, or dress, dress just like her. Well, people have the chance to, to you know, now with, with purchasing one of these pieces. Uh, what do collectors usually do with them? Because, you know, this might not be in my price range. One day it will be. But what do collectors do with these? Do they put them on display in a special space? Do they loan them to libraries or museums? How does... How does something so significant live, you know, live in the real world? Well, that's a really important question because firstly, this is an incredible amount of money that people are paying to own these iconic items. So they're considered an asset class, firstly, meaning that you have your investment portfolio, your real estate, your jewelry, your cars, your artwork, your stocks, your bonds, your CDs treasuries, whatever your investment portfolio is. These items too are collectible items, but they're in asset class, meaning you own something like this today in years to come, it will appreciate in value and you will sell it for more. Wow. So you have to take good care of it. Mm. Museums obviously love to own these items and museums buy from us because you have this at a museum. People are going to show up. They're going to run to the museum much quicker than if the museum announces I have a Monet, a Van Gogh, a Picasso. You understand? Yeah, right. Because we can all relate to an item of clothing, you know, a, a prop from a movie, a Harry Potter wand, a big Lebowski outfit. Nothing classy about that, but fun <laughs> and fun and fun. Right. So that's what people are are you know looking to these items as. So we recommend if you're a private collector that you, you, these items are laid flat in acid-free tissue paper in a climate-controlled environment. So not too hot, not too cold. So you're not buying this and putting it on? Well, keep in mind, if you pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for an item, you, you can choose to do whatever you want. But you have to ask yourself, what would I do with an investment piece that I have? Yeah. Am I going to like preserve it? Because we're only caretakers of these items. Because mm -hmm. you know people will have these for years and then like, this was sold in 1997. Now it comes back to the auction in 2023. So like, you know, people would think, okay, you know, maybe I have something for 20 years and then it's time for them to let go. And there's always new bidders who want to come in and own something truly iconic. And we have over a thousand items in this auction this weekend, December 14, 15, 16, and 17. Wait, can I really quick? 
quickly, can I ask you about Meet Me in St. Louis is my favorite movie in the world. I, I've been wearing a Judy Garland sweatshirt for a week. I only took it off for you. I you know, put on some real pants. Um, please tell and me I was about watching the Judy Garland movie on TCM last night. Oh! Anyway, by the way. But tell me about Margaret O'Brien is a friend. Yeah. What? Yes. Oh, my God. She's a dear friend. Dear, dear friend. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And so we, we have to meet her one day. I know. I would die. Yeah. I no, we will speech. do it. We oh, will do she, it. Oh my gosh. She that, is such an incredibly nice person. So meet me in St. Louis. And at 1945, she won a Junior Academy Award mm -hmm. for her performance with Judy Garland, of course. And she was wearing a coat exactly like the dress you were wearing over this beautiful gingham pinafore. She won the Junior Award. She was presented her Oscar by none other than Bob Hope, oh, who wow. carried the nine-year-old in his arms as she was accepting her award. Oh, How God. amazing is that? So this is beautiful. Again, makes you smile. Estimated four to 6,000. That's conservative because it's such an iconic piece from such an incredibly beautiful movie. It is. Oh my, what does she say? I think it's the, the after the Halloween she's seen, she says, I'm the most horrible and it's just the cutest thing exactly. ever. And her tears. Oh, during Have yeah. Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. She says that those were sincere. Yeah. Oh, can yeah. you imagine? Although I think they, she told me that uh, her, her mom told her that her dog had died. Okay, that's rude, but wow. But that's why her tears were so real. Oh she was God. so upset. <laughs> And then after the filming, she was handed her little dog who was absolutely fine. So that was well, her mom Hollywood. is pretty good. Yeah, that is Hollywood. Yeah, but it was so cruel for that little girl. Uh, yeah, yeah, and you have Carrie Bradshaw's laptop, the iconic Carrie from Sex in the City. City, how incredible is that? So I mean, fun. from the series, I mean, so important and so much written on that, and and that's so historical. But as you look around, you know, I see Kim Novak, Audrey Hepburn, Charade, Givenchy. Givenchy. And the beautiful dress from Charade, also Givenchy. Uh, Barbara Streisand, her name is Barbara. So cute. Look at that, it's amazing. Greta Garbo. Oh. That table, is a library table from Gone with the Wind. Oh. So that the MGM auction in the early 70s. Uh, I see Harry Potter, I Lost in Space, Robot B9, that's lights flashing. The Big Lebowski, look at the robe and the t-shirt and the our sunglasses. Former, I think I see the head of our former governor over there, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, yes you do. And you see Batman. And I mean, it just goes on and on and on as a look. So you have Iron Man and you have Spider-Man and you have Batman and you have Star Wars. I mean, E.T., the E.T. electronic head coming from Carlo Rimbaldi's family. He was the creator of the E.T. for the movie 1982. Did we already? Steven did, Spielberg. Did we auction another we, similar we, piece? We auctioned last December a yes. full animatronic of E.T. for 2.5 million. Wow. This one with the, with the head, with the skin on it, yeah. estimated um, 800,000 to a million. Again, this could, the eyes could move, the nostrils could move, the tongue came out. The neck moved. It's so amazing. And it's E.T., Universal Pictures, 1982. Still love that movie today. Have you ever received something from the crown? And would you, would you, as Julian's Auctions, would you see the value in that to auction that off? Absolutely. We, we have not received anything from the crown, but there's definitely value to it, especially with a younger audience. It's probably, it's contemporary stuff. Mm. It's more affordable. It's not like having the original Princess Diana. <laughs> 
a slight difference, of course, but still, um, people will want to own something because, again, I'm enjoying the series right. tremendously. Well, I wanted to ask you about th that too because you are a history buff. Every time I talk to you, you can, you know, you can spit <laughs> off dates like you're just so brilliant. And I wanted to know if it was strange or irritating to you to watch the show and catch things that aren't necessarily true. And what was your answer? Yeah, so my, well, my answer to that is no. I, I'm not irritated at all. I'm sitting back. I want to be entertained. I'm loving it. I think they did a great job. I think the lady playing Princess Diana is, Vicky, yeah. is amazing. Oh, yes. I forget at times that it's not Diana. That's how great she is. And that tells you how an amazing actress she is yeah. when you can pull that up. Because Diana, beautiful and so not easy to try and mimic mm -hmm. and she i think she got it 100 yeah. percent. it's truly incredible diana is seared into our brains so. she truly is because not for her not alone for her beauty and her elegance but for her her kindness and her empathy and for her philanthropic work and for her sincerity and her humanity all of that that's who diana is and that's what these outlets represent yes all right well um if you don't mind can we just do kind of the walkthrough yeah the beautiful gingham worn by margaret o'brien in neatly in st louis i mean how beautiful is that A first draft of here's lucy how about the pearl earrings worn in pretty woman Oh my goodness. I mean, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Just incredible. Of course, Julia Roberts playing Vivian Ward. Viv, what's up, Viv? But like, you know, like she was playing um, a prostitute. Yeah. But of course, they speak to somebody who's very classy and elegant as she was an escort for a very wealthy gentleman who was visiting L.A. At Phantom of the Opera, oh, wow. an Academy Award, 82 100,000 oh. and I would present you with the Academy really? Award. Oh my god, I've never seen one, let alone touched it. Oh wow, how fantastic Isn't is that? Isn't that amazing? I was going to ask you to make a speech, but it might be a bit overwhelming from you. This is uh, Orson Welles' Ernest Hemingway gifted cigar ashtray. Oh, how fun. Look, and look at the size of that. Of course. How did you get this? So, I want to know how you got this. Well, we, we've been building this sale for a year. And yeah. obviously, we partnered with Turner Classic Movies. Yes. So we advertise on their channel, <gasps> on Turner Classic and Movies. And so someone has a James Dean just sitting in their house. Yeah, signed, might I add. And so that's an incredible. Uh, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall's cigarette lighter. Oh, cool. How about the signed script from the Mary Tyler Moore show? Is Sketches. That a cigarette box with Lucy and Ricky on it? Exactly. <gasps> King size Philip Morris. That It was legal once upon a time. <laughs> Kim Novak, of course. I spent a day with Kim in Oregon in July. Oh, wow. Incredibly nice, funny lady. Audrey Hepburn, Givenchy from Chirae, this beautiful coat. Look at the, the, the uh, Mandarin collar, the custom oh. buttons. Again, the black lining inside, so it would offset the coat. Incredible. Jack Zazaguri, Princess Diana gown. Look how amazing it is. And of course, the engagement blouse. So that blush pink, subtle, elegant, class. Look how class. small she was. This is from Charade. Yeah. Audrey Hepburn, of course. And one of the favorites, my name is Barbara. 
just incredible. Look at that. We can still visualize Barbara wearing it. Estimated 15 to 25,000 for that. This table is the library table from MGM, from Gone with the Wind. Yeah. And it comes from the MGM auction in the early 1970s. Greta Garbo, again, a true classic Hollywood person. Just amazing. Let's not bypass Harry Potter and all the wizardry, oh. the wands. The Richard Harris gold tone glasses, Dumbledore. Wow. Oh my gosh. More ones. Look at this cape. Look at the work. Feel the weight of that. It's just incredible. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Richard Harris, Albus Dumbledore. 50 to 70,000. But like, wow. it's incredible. And when I walk around here, I have to think and give a shout out to all the creative people and the prop masters and the people working on props that make all this stuff and bring the movies to life. Give us the fun that we love today. Here you are, original storyboards. This is the storyline for The Big Lebowski. We have 250 of these selling individually, five to $700. The Big Lebowski sunglasses. <laughs> hey, dude. I mean, they're amazing. And of course, the return machine signed by Jeff Bridges. Oh. Each of these pins are signed by Jeff Bridges with illustrations. Oh. And you see, there he is, an illustration where he's dancing on the on the bowling alley, if you will. And take her easy, signed Jeff Bridges. Wow. These are estimated five, three to five hundred, so they're really affordable. Right. How about Batman Returns? Unpopular. Fifty opinion. to seventy thousand. Michael favorite Keaton. Batman. My it favorite is Batman. Your favorite. And, of course, I just said, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Batman and Robin, Mr. Freeze Ensemble. Look at those boots. Oh. I mean, imagine going to work and having to put them on <laughs> no, and do you. your thing. Incredible. <laughs> Here we go with Bicentennial Man, Robin Williams and wow. Andrew Martin. Eight to 10,000. Look at the detail. Look at it. Wow. And every part of that working. B9, Lost in Space. Look at this. Oh. Still working, lighting up. Gamma rays, all of that, 300 to 500,000. This console, lost in space, and also from the time tunnel, 10 to 20,000. How fun would be that in the interview of your home? Oh my gosh. Wouldn't it be cool? Forbidden Planet, Walter Pigeon, Dr. Edward Morbius, ensemble, 30 to 40,000. It's just, this is cool. You have the voice, the bottom of the sea, the submarine filming miniature. 20 to 30,000. Look at the detail. You think of the, the people that are working on these movies. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Kirk Douglas. Oh, wow. Nedland Ensemble, 30 to 40,000. And this from Forbidden Planet. I love this. Incredible, fantastic voyage. 20 to 30,000. Just amazing. Over here. Oh, look at these. Look at the work on these. The Walking Dead, Trilogy of Terror. A Nightmare on Elm Street, um, the, 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 the Martian, Ridley Scott. I mean, it's just... Is that just... Indiana Jones? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. And here, Star Wars, The Ma Mandalorian, Obi-Wan Kenobi. This is Liam Neeson, Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh, wow. Lightsaber, 25 to 35,000. And of course, E.T. This is incredible. Now, this is before CGI. Yeah. So this had to be mechanical electronics. So all these cables represented movements of the eye, the eyelid, the nostril, the tongue, the neck. It's just incredible. Artwork. 
original Tim Burton artwork. Wow. The Joker steals Christmas painting, 60 to 80,000. Someone looking for a Christmas gift? This is perfect for the holidays. The walk over here, you see Iron Man, you see Spider-Man, you see Captain America, you have Robert Downey Jr. Um, uh, repulsor glove prop, wow. five to 7,000. How cool is that? Look at this. Avengers Endgame, Gwyneth Paltrow, Pepper Potts, Rescue Repulsor glove props, the pair of gloves. Estimated one to 2,000. So I don't want people to think that these are incredibly unaffordable items because we have items from three to 500, one to 2,000, three to 5,000, eight to 10,000. All price points are represented. This, is, this artwork is cool here. Very. Look at that. How amazing is that? The 25th century, Buck Rogers. New Chicago painting, two to three thousand. That's just beautiful. Have that at home, frame it, definitely be a conversation piece. Short circuit two, remote control number five prop, eight to ten thousand. Wow. So it's like on and on, keep in mind we have um, over 1100 items. Yes. December 14, 15, 16, 17. Okay, but these people are going to be listening in the UK, all over the world. How Which is can they, they am yes, amazing because you see the auction podium there. Yes. So people can go to julianslive.com. They can register to bid if they wish to bid. If they're not bidding, they can just go on and be a part of it. They can see and hear the auctioneer. It's live streaming video and they can click buttons and bid against people bidding in the room or bidding on the phone or online and hopefully take home something because you have the cool factor, yes. something that will make you smile and in years to come, chances are you'll sell it for more than you pay for today. Oh my goodness, this has been so fun. Incredible. I'm just, I'd love to be your intern. Can I wash your car? <laughs> well, first of all, we're going to go to dinner with Margaret O'Brien oh. and we'll see how that goes. Oh my God. I, I, I defer to Margaret whether we should bring you on. Okay, thank you so much. All right, well, this has been so fantastic. Thank you. This no, thank you. Yes. Yeah.